Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. For a generation, Dana Scallon has been sharing her songs and her beautiful, comforting, memorable voice with listeners. She first came to major public attention as a teenager when she became Ireland's first winner of the Eurovision Song Contest. And as she matured, her strong Catholic faith came to mark her career in ministry. She sang at four World Youth Days for Pope John Paul II, Pope Benedict. John Paul II especially thanked her for her song, Totus Tuus. She's recorded over 30 studio albums with titles like No Greater Love, Hail Holy Queen, Good Morning Jesus. This week, Dana is launching a new hymn. It's called Light the Fire, and it can be heard during the St. Patrick Mass, live-streamed on EWTN, that's television, tomorrow at 11.30 in the morning. And as best described, I think, as a new anthem to recall the life, the prayer, and the mission of St. Patrick. I'll tell you, when I first heard it, it brought tears, smiles, and most importantly, hope to my soul. Dana, it's a great pleasure to talk with you again. Thank you. Oh, it's lovely to hear your voice, Al. It really is. It's been a while. Have you been busy? Well, um, I guess like the whole world, we were all shut down with COVID. Mm-hmm. And I seem to have lost those two years. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm finding it hard to get myself back in, you know, regular time. Yeah. But yeah. it has been really busy since COVID um, ended. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person someday soon. I hope so. Tell me about the song. We talked uh, this weekend uh, about it, and it's the whole, the genesis of the song is exciting. The song itself is just beautiful. Uh, so tell me a little oh, bit about, you. you know, the, tell me how it percolated in you. Well, about more than 10 years ago, it's so long ago, I can't even remember, but you would know my brother-in-law, my late brother-in-law, Father Kevin Scallon. Sure. He was the founder of the Intercession for Priests, and he had a ministry throughout the world with Sister Breach McKenna. Yes. Both of whom you know, and, and who both love you very much in your ministry. And he said, you know, we need a new hymn to St. Patrick. And I was kind of startled because I'd never thought about a new hymn to St. Patrick. And he said, we need it because he is a saint for today and his message is for the whole world. And he said, I I want you to really pray about that. And we received the Confessions of St. Patrick and, and other books. And to be truthful, at the time, we were going through a rather difficult, challenging time. And nothing came, not a word and not a note. Mm. And it would have been maybe five or six years later, Damien and I were driving from Northern Ireland, from Newry, uh, to Dublin for a mass of the renewal, a mass for people who had been involved in the charismatic renewal. Mm-hmm. And we were, it was an Easter Sunday, and we were praying the rosary. And at the third decade, the descent of the Holy Spirit, oh, we weren't even thinking or talking about St. Patrick. But 90% of the song came, just boom, 
which is fair. <laughs> and, you know, I, I shared it with Damien, and we both felt it was important. But I, I knew there was something missing from it, but I didn't know what. And we had two gorgeous confirmations that day that, that this song was, you know, it was, it was definitely meant to be. Mm-hmm. And it would have been maybe five years. Well, yes, it was this January um, that this missing piece of the song suddenly materialized. And I thought, well, that's it. And what was and that missing piece? Pardon? What was that missing piece? Um, so light the fire and let it burn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the darkness, see the light return. Faith, hope, and love forever will remain. So light the flame in our hearts once again. <laughs> light the flame in our hearts once again. Yeah. That was the section that was missing. <laughs> and, you know, Al, that was the literally the end of January, and we had been um, visiting the St. Patrick's Centre in Down Patrick. Down Patrick is a little town uh, quite near to Newry, where a lot of Damien's family lived. And it is gorgeous. It's the only centre in the world that is totally focused on... St. Patrick's life mm. his ministry okay. and they were doing a new audiovisual update I mean it's beautiful and it's just above where it's built on a hill just above it is where St. Patrick is buried in the Church of Ireland churchyard yes there's St. Patrick St. Bridget yep. and St. Columba yeah. all in the one grave wow. and about seven miles from there is where he founded his first church in Saul, S-A-U-L, Saul. So it's holy ground. And they said, oh, if you ever get that song finished, could we help you launch that when we launch our new audio-visual? And I said, there would not be a chance of that happening because you just can't record that fast. (laughs) They were launching on the 13th of March. Well... (laughs) We went in, we routined it on the 1st of February, and it was finished, recorded, and mixed by the beginning of March. And wow. it was just incredible. It's, it, it's gorgeous. Tell us a little bit about the the, um, the choir, the vocalists who are, who are behind you on the piece. Okay, so um, two beautiful uh, lay religious ladies who work for the center, um, they helped us source the choir. It's a boys, uh, they, they sing in the Church of St. Peter's mm-hmm. in East Belfast. East Belfast would have seen a great deal of hardship, a, a great deal of trouble. And these boys are just, just beautiful. And the church is absolutely beautiful. So she contacted them. And their um, choir master said they would be delighted to be there. We met for the first time when they walked in the studio. And also, uh, the voice of St. Patrick is the vicar of the Church of Ireland, (laughs) where he's buried, St. Patrick is buried. Adrian, Reverend Adrian, uh, again, a beautiful soul. And another uh, music leader in that congregation 
His name is John McGraw. He's born in Kenya. He was um, adopted by a family in Downpatrick. Uh, and so they were there. It was a, a beautiful um, ecumenical coming together. Mm-hmm. The musicians are all traditional Irish musicians, uh, just beautiful players. I can only tell you that it was it was the easiest recording of anything I've ever done. And although we all came together, basically, not apart from a couple of us knowing each other, it was like we'd known each other our whole life. <laughs> and it was totally prayer-filled and surrounded. I mean, it was... It was just beautiful. And I'm actually talking to you from the Shrine of Knock in, North, in the west of Ireland here because the parish priest here, Father Gibbons, asked if we would launch it uh, for the Republic of Ireland and worldwide at tomorrow's... Uh, at, launch it worldwide in their mass for St. Patrick's Day, uh, 12 o'clock on the 17th of March, and I've been asked to sing it. I, I think we're going to do it as the communion reflection. Oh, that's beautiful. I should mention, too, that I think that's going to be uh, live-streamed on EWTN. Yes, it will be live-streamed on EWTN and also um, on the all the platforms of Knock Shrine, which is knockshrine.ie. Okay. www, of course, knockshrine.ie. Things are just moving so fast, but yeah. the commercial radio stations here have been so caught by the by the song. I I did a, an interview um, with two of them today, and one said that that they believed it would be sung in churches throughout the world and throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And the other one, which is a very secular station, the young man said to me um, at the end of the, explaining how it came about and, uh, you know, this fire that he, he said, didn't he write, didn't he light a fire in defiance? <laughs> I said, he, he lit a fire of love yeah. and faith and hope. And yes, it was in defiance of a pagan culture with human sacrifice and oppression, a great darkness. And he lit this fire of love that that lit all of Ireland and spread out around the world. And there was a little pause, and then he said to me, he said, we need a fire lit today, don't we? <laughs> and I was so taken aback, I couldn't speak. Wow. And he said, we've got wars, we've got countries, we've got people in conflict. He said... How are we going to light that fire today? And I said, well, I can only speak for myself. It has to begin in your own heart. And when that fire, when that flame of faith and hope and love is in your own heart, then you can light that fire Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the world. Uh, as I said uh, in introduction, uh, when I heard the piece, I, it brought tears to my eyes. I smiled. I was filled with hope. I do think, I, I agree, I think this has the potential uh, to become really an anthem that's used around the world, or at least the English-speaking world, um, because it's a, beaut- it's a beautiful piece, and it recalls uh, the life, uh, 
the ministry, the calling, uh, the prayer of one of the most remarkable figures in uh, human history, and that is St. Patrick. We're going to hear the hymn. We're going to hear it on the other side of the break. I'll need to, I'll need to stop for just a moment here. But uh, I'm with Dana right now. We're talking about the origin of the new uh, anthem, you might call it, or hymn. It's called Light the Fire in honor of St. Patrick. But really, it is a call. It's a call to enter in to his ministry, to recall uh, the fire that he brought, and also to rekindle that fire in our own hearts, especially in these last few years where it's been very troubling and very many of us have grown weary. We'll listen to it on the other side of the break. Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. With me is Dana Scallon, who's been sharing songs of inspiration in Catholic faith for a generation now. And we were talking in the last segment about the origin of this newest song. It's called Light the Fire. It's done in honor of St. Patrick. And really, it's a remembrance of St. Patrick. It's an attempt to really enter into uh, the spirit of St. Patrick, his prayer, his vocation. Um, Before I play it, uh, Dana, uh, what should people, what would you want people to be listening for in particular? You know, I would just, if possible, I would just like them to either just sit quietly and and close their eyes and make it like a prayer. When we'd finished recording it, one of the lay sisters, she, she, this is so beautiful, I have to share it with you. She took it on her telephone and she went to the grave of St. Patrick and she put it on top of the grave and she played it like a prayer. So I really love it to just, just take it in as a prayer. Very good. Let's go ahead and we'll do that again. Uh, Light the fire. I am Patrick, a sinner. As I arise today, may God's strength lead me. May God's might uphold me and God's wisdom guide me. Light the flame in my heart once again Light the flame in my heart once again And the fire will burn in the darkness Yes, the fire will burn in the darkness As on that ancient Behind me, Christ behind me, Christ behind me. 
Light the Fire by Dana, who's my guest. I tell you, every time I hear that song, Dana, I am just moved to prayer. It, it, it offers possibilities for the future that I think we often forget. Renewal is possible. Um, you're telling me that people hearing it in Ireland now are responding, beginning to respond already to it. How necessary is it? that uh, Ireland hear this song? Oh, my goodness. You know, we have a totally, not just anti-Catholic, we have an anti-Christian agenda here. And that's in our uh, government, uh, in our presidential leadership. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a, a hostility that I don't think people have experienced of in many, many years. And, you know, there's still out there, there's such a deep faith, it's in the ground you walk on. Mm-hmm. But people have seen no reflection of their faith. Um, one of our members of, of the parliament here wrote an article saying that people were afraid to say they were Catholic. Wow. Because the hostility, uh, even to the to the word Catholic, but even to Christian, you know, it's, the hostility is it's kind of in your face. Yeah, you know, and of course that's what Saint Patrick faced. He, yes. he faced death as a Christian, and 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 how did he face it? He didn't face it in 
and dejection, and he didn't face it in anger. And first of all, he faced it with a determined love. Yeah. He, he loved. And we have now a movement that started in Ireland, and I believe it's spreading all over the world. And that's where men gather in the center squares of cities or towns or villages, and they kneel in the street and they pray the rosary. And it's a very strong movement and growing here. Wow. You know, it's and it's a powerful physical witness. And and men are and participating I, I in this, is that right? Sorry? And men are participating in it. It's only for men. It's only for men. Okay. Well yes. that's <laughs> that's a great sign. Uh, that is a great oh, yes. sign. And and recently we went to Medjugorje. We hadn't been there for about thirty years and the first time we went to pray for discernment, if we were to go to live in America. And this time we went because, you know, like you said, we were getting tired. Yeah. And Damien and I had wondered if there was, if there was any more that we could do in our ministry. And yet, you know, the, the work that the Lord calls us to do is is really never-ending, like you don't retire. <laughs> but you can get tired. Yes. And yes. we went there to pray about the way forward. And, that, uh, and at that time, which was last September, this song was still somewhere up in the ether, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Like, Damien would regularly say to me, you've got to record that. You must go and record that. And I knew it was important, Al, because any time he'd say, why don't you share a bit of that song? I couldn't get through it without tears. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I would always end up in tears. <laughs> so I knew it was important, but it, but God has His own time for everything. Yes. Now is the time for that for that song, and and we were talking about that actually over the last few days. Why now? Why would after ten, twelve years? Why why this time? Mm-hmm. And we've seen confirmed around us, there seems to be a heightened awareness of the importance of the example of the saint. And and this song is not for St. Patrick's Day alone. No. I do believe it's for uh, it's for confirmations, it's for baptisms. I've just been asked to sing it at the celebration of the Grandparents' Day because it's about handing on the faith, Amen. lighting the yeah. flame in our hearts, but you pass that on from generation to generation. And and I really feel that there's something, a movement, a movement happening. There's something happening. And, and people have, I don't know, perhaps a sense that we, that God's doing something. If you ask me exactly, I can't tell you what, but I know when we were in Medjugorje, a man who was also in Medjugorje, a young man in his 40s, he just did one of these things into his phone and he put it up on the internet. And he said, I feel I'm to call 200 men to meet me in a few weeks from now, actually in a church in my hometown of Derry. Uh, an ancient church called the Long Tower. We called it the Long Tower. Mm-hmm. That's where St. Colum killed founded his first church. And he said, I'm, I'm calling 200 men to meet me there, and he gave a date. 
And he said, and, and, and I believe we're called for the power of the rosary. Over 500 men turned up in that church. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. That is yeah, good. there's something happening, Al. And, you know, the more aggressive and the more in your face yeah. this darkness becomes, I think the more people kind of realize, hey, I have not just a right, but I have a duty to stand up and speak for what I know to be true and what I believe in. Yeah. And, uh, and we can only do that when that flame of faith, hope, and love is so strong in our own hearts. That's right. That it propels us forward. Yeah. Not in frustration or anger, but just with the love of God. Yes. You know, just to stand strong. Yes, we've, we can't just react. We've got to act out of that heart of love. That St. Patrick, he was strong, courageous. He uh, met all the challenges of his day, which included uh, human sacrifice, human trafficking. And, uh, and today is a great day for us to once again remember uh, St. Patrick. But this song, I agree with you, it's not just a song for a holiday. It's a song for a generation. Dana, let me thank you for joining me again, and I hope it won't be so long before we talk again. Well, we know we love you very much, Al, in your beautiful ministry, and God bless you, and, and to your listeners, God bless you. Thank you.